Average Climber podcast, Caitlin and I are going to be taste testing some alcohol. I'm one of your hosts, Lauren Abernathy. And I'm Caitlin Holmes. And we're about to drink booze. So I, if you haven't figured it out already, Caitlin and I are not uh, huge fans of misleading marketing. And we found that in the alcohol industry, there is potentially quite a lot of it going on. And we also kind of think it's funny how much alcohol is being advertised as healthier versus other alcohol yeah it actually started we were at i don't know some get together and someone said hey have you tried this fit vine wine and we were like hmm oh no that's interesting so So it inspired us and we went to the liquor store today and we just grabbed anything that looked like it was being advertised as health promoting and now we are gonna taste test it all for you and compare it to its quote less healthy counterparts so let's get into it so the first one we're going to take a look at is the fit vine wine chardonnay so before we even talk more about it let's go ahead and uh, give her a taste uh, cheers caitlin cheers a little swirl a little swirl like sommeliers do gotta sniff it i'm sniffing it i'm not gonna it smells good it tastes I- like regular wine it's maybe a little more bitter does anybody else get that I definitely feel like it's bitter. It doesn't seem to be very full bodied. <laughs> it's genuinely low bodied. Yeah, low bodied. <laughs> it's got Kate Moss energy over here. Mm. Okay, that was mean. <laughs> Sorry, Kate Moss. <laughs> but you did say that one thing that gave a lot of people eating disorders. So. Yes. Yeah, so. Oops. Who said that? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I'm going to taste one more time. I don't know. Like, how much money, if you didn't know how much this costs, like, how much money would you want to pay for that wine? Hmm. Maybe $15, but I'm also saying this without having ever been hung over from it. So fair. That, I wouldn't want to pay more than like $9 for that. Yeah. I feel like this hat, this to me is like similar to like, it's not as not good as barefoot, but like it's getting there. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not really something like I want to enjoy my wine when I drink it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think this one. Is this does, good? But does, does not spark joy. No, it does not. Can you tell us what makes it fit wine, though? Yes. Okay. So I didn't go like too deep into their marketing campaign, but so I'm comparing their caloric count to. Um, okay, let's see. Read. So hold on. Um, I'm comparing the caloric count to um, a standard Chardonnay. So we've got 0.04 grams of sugar per. Per five ounce pour, it's 115 calories, two and a half grams of carbohydrates, and it's 14% alcohol. Okay, so what what about this is like it's it's what it what makes it fit wine? Like what what about it gives it so, that quality? So their big like marketing ploy, um, and I'll kind of compare it to a standard Chardonnay after this, but their big their big statement is that they quote use the latest technology in cross flow filtration, triple filtering our wines. This process keeps our wines gluten free and vegan friendly. And they also talk about how they reduce a lot of the sugar in their wine so that every mm. bottle has less than one gram of sugar versus a standard bottle of Chardonnay. So that's kind of the big the big thing that they kind of advertise is that it's a wine that's low in sugar and therefore lower in calorie. Okay, so maybe compare that then to a normal 
Chardonnay. I'm curious. This is where it gets interesting. So a normal Chardonnay that is around 13% alcohol um, is going to be 120 to 170 calories and is going to have three to five grams of sugar per five ounce pour. Okay. So So that's like negligible. Very, very comparable unless maybe you're drinking like two bottles of wine in a sitting, Mm. which I mean, I guess party on Wayne, but like also maybe (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) So yeah, like pretty honestly to me, it seems pretty negligible. The difference between them, Um, I guess Caitlin from like a hangover potential perspective. I've heard people say that like the more sugar something has the potentially the more hungover you might be. Is there like validity to that statement? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, these things are processed in your liver. So mm, okay. if it's theoretically, you know, if you have, or an actual practice, if you have alcohol and sugar, that's, you know, getting metabolized and processed in the liver, you know, it's just additional work for your liver to do. But speaking from personal experience, if some, if I have mixed drinks, let's not say how many, uh, usually with the added sugar that's what kind of does me in even if I only have a few you know what shouldn't cause a hangover will cause a hangover because of the added sugar so I mean that's it's it's like definitely wrong yeah I mean like you know why would you market it as fit it's yeah to me it seems negligible and I don't think it's like that tasty for paying like in that this one was I this one was $15 um so it's probably going to be in the like $12 12 to $20 range for this yeah, wine and I don't think it's... drink your favorite wine instead. Yeah, I would say just drink drink your wine uh, I that will you say like. though, the fact that it is vegan and gluten-free and whatever else they said, but the vegan aspect is interesting, so there's that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm wondering like how my wine could not be vegan and oh, then like... Oh, they, they process it sometimes through bones. Oh. They do that with Guinness, I know. That's interesting. Yeah, fun fact. Of that the is day. a really good fun fact. Okay, so that was the Fit Vine Wine 2019 California Chardonnay. And our verdict is that it tastes pretty good, but <laughs> maybe just drink a normal Chardonnay instead. Good deal. All right. All right what do we got next? One? Ooh, this one. Okay, this one. We have a Skinny Girl Margarita. So before I, so this is a, it has tequila pre-mixed in. So we are going to go ahead. It is tequila pre-mixed, open and serve. It's 12.7% alcohol, and we are going to give it a taste right now. Bottoms up. Smells good. Super limey. It's definitely... It's definitely skinny. Yeah, it's definitely like essence of margarita. It's kind of like how they say LaCroix is the... Like, it's like having the word raspberry whispered to you from the other room. <laughs> it's you're like, I'm missing something. <laughs> but, <laughs> Caitlin, how do you like your normal margaritas? Like, how do you how do you make a normal margarita at your house? Or what's your margarita situation? Well, I live in New Mexico, so I take margaritas very seriously. Of course. And I really like to make mine with, of course, tequila. Yes. And I'll do either a simple syrup or agave syrup. And do some limes, maybe some triple sec, or Mm -hmm. I also have added uh, Grand Marnier in it. Yeah, that's my favorite one. So good. Yep. But I oh, and some salt too. But I have the salt rim. Yeah. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Trey, I was like, yo, Trey, you all are thinking that song. Thank you, Nicki Minaj. (laughs) Bottoms up. Very good. (laughs) But I. 
I'm curious to know, like, does this just have less sugar? Is it more limey or yeah. what do they do? Okay. So let me compare this. So the way I make my margarita, and obviously there's going to be a ton of variance in how one pr- prefers to create their margaritas. Um, my other half, Michael, is in the room and he really is the one that makes the margaritas. So when I say I, I really mean when Mike makes me a margarita, this is what's happening. So we'll do <laughs> tequila. We're big fans of Cointreau for our margaritas. And mm. then we usually just stick with lime juice because I like things on the sour side. And usually the Cointreau is like enough sugar for me. So I don't really like add yeah. simple syrup. Like I like things to be pretty limey. So it's pretty much just um, liquor and lime juice on my end of how margaritas are made. Um, couldn't tell you how much alcohol that is probably a lot <laughs> but so when I looked like the average margarita is going to be around 200 calories per serving which I imagine is like about one shot of tequila one shot of Cointreau give or take blah 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 depending on how you make it um, and this one so this one comes in at about 13 percent alcohol it is 38.7 calories per 1.5 ounce serving I imagine you'd probably have like three or four ounces so it comes in at more like 100 calories and only 1.6 grams of carbs so like i would say substantially reduced like Mm. sugar content and like a lot less calories and probably you know less alcohol as well does it have any uh artificial sugars in it can you tell let me look let me take a look under the hood if you will um it contains caramel color it it doesn't really say. Why doesn't alcohol have to like tell me what's in it? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I don't understand. It says natural flavors. Oh, okay. Made with blue agave, silver tequila with triple sec, natural flavors, and caramel color added. Okay. So it doesn't seem like they're being super clear about any sugars that are being added, but. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just sounds like they're putting in less sugar. Yep. And then maybe less alcohol per serving, which to me just sounds like a marketing ploy. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if you do want to drink like a lot of something that tastes like a margarita and you want to put it over ice and you don't want to have to deal with mixing it and you want something convenient, I would say this is like pretty good. Like it's not the most delicious margarita, but it's pretty convenient. So yeah, I'm actually curious. I want to I want to turn this into a frozen margarita at some point. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. This would be like very good frozen if you wanted to just like beach it up yeah but also i if you want a regular margarita just have a regular margarita. go for it yeah yeah it's a lot better <laughs> i mean it's just i i yeah our Whatever. producer josh got really curious and now he's like taking a drink and my other half is now sipping it and he's a marg snob i'm looking at his face He's he's d- saying no. Thoroughly dissatisfied. No go. Big no fail. go. Okay, mm. so we're being too nice apparently. Um, yeah. Verdict. What would you say, Caitlin? I would drink it again. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't go to the store and be like, I God. want skinny Marg. Yeah, I think if like it was at a friend's house and I didn't have actual Marg supplies, I'd be psyched on it. I also can't have yeah. gluten, so I usually can't have like the beer option. So I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued too, but not necessarily for the purpose of cutting calories in my drinks um yeah. but if that's something you're concerned about that's that's a thing it's made available yeah it is significantly less calories than the average margarita so they have at least they have it but i also just hate the marketing that's like skinny girl i'm like Ugh. yeah well, it's, it's like marketing produce or produce mm. products like uh bars for her 
versus yeah, like, like manly bars. Yeah, it yeah, sounds like, like okay. that on the label when they when they read it out loud. Yeah, <laughs> and they could be the exact same bar. They just yeah say different so, things. Anyway, okay. I don't know. So that's that. Um, what do we got next? Okay, next let's try the the flying embers kombucha, and we have Ooh. the black cherry one, which is really fun. So. Let me read this. So yes, this is from Flying Embers. It's a black cherry with a twist of lime. And it is a 7.2% alcohol by volume hard kombucha. And the label claims zero sugar, zero, zero. carbs. And it is USDA organic. So let's give mm-hmm. this one this I one a shot. Preface this by saying I really love flying embers. Yeah, I'm a pretty big fan. So, I'm a little uh but I don't know if I like this flavor. Me but it tastes like Dr. Pepper. That's the vibe I'm getting. Slash cough syrup. I would definitely this. I also should be colder, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's still like, I think it's good. I think we can also speak to other flying embers flavors, of course. Oh, oops. Yep. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think alcoholic kombucha is interesting. I think it's just another good option if you're like... Like you, Lauren, you can't have gluten, so having something like this is maybe a good strategy. And then also, like it's it's pretty good, good options. Um, what are, what's your take on it? Um, I would say I'm really sad because I really thought I would love this flavor. I do like there there are other flavors that I enjoy are like the wild berry one. Um, I also really like. They have like a pineapple chili one that's really good. Um, I would say, yeah, like I like drinking alcoholic kombuchas just because like they're usually their lower alcohol ones are like 4%, 4 or 5%. And as someone that can't really have beers, it's a nice thing to have in a can that is tasty and not like hard seltzers are nice, but they kind of get boring and like alcoholic kombuchas are kind of a fun thing to have as an option. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I guess, Caitlin, my question for you is like... If I was picking alcohols to drink, like, and I picked an alcoholic kombucha over a beer, are there, like, health benefits to the kombucha versus something else, like, in any sort of significant way? Mm, no, I would say no. Can you t- – oh, also, I, yeah. asked, I asked Caitlin this earlier because I was curious, but I know people love to, like, hype the health benefits of kombucha, and I know a lot of it is related to, like – there's healthy bacteria in this, and that's good for your gut. Can you kind of, like, speak speak to that as well, just in general with kombuchas? Yeah. What's interesting about kombuchas is that while they are a cool source of probiotics and the good bacteria, they're actually – they contain non-native species to the human gut. So oh. when you drink it, it's not really doing what we think it is in addition to that it probably won't survive the stomach acid so Mm. that's why you'll see like if you take a probiotic supplement it's enteric coated so if it's in a capsule so it's supposed to survive your stomach line or your stomach acid okay but then in addition to that you're better off like with food say like yogurt because it's in food form it does survive the stomach because it's with a lot of other stuff but I don't think there's necessarily a benefit but having said that it's not it's not gonna hurt you and it's certainly not bad to get like some good probiotics if it makes you feel good truthfully if you like it and it it does feel good for you I mean that's a good option yeah okay cool so maybe like health benefits of kombucha are like a little bit overstated or over assumed it could be it's like people saying oh well sourdough bread has a lot of 
microbes in it. I'm like, well, you cook it, so not really. <laughs> There's a point as a kill. If you eat it raw, yeah, but. I mean, who doesn't like eating raw dough, though, mm, so. Raw bread dough? Ooh. I like eat, but I also can't. I like yeah, Lauren's like lusting like anything, over any gluten. Gluten stuff. I'll eat it raw. I'll eat it. Yeah, exactly. So cool. Well, I think our verdict on the flying embers is that like yes, but flavor. It's, it's tasty. Not flavor town. Yeah, we this didn't one. love the black cherry, but we like a lot of their other ones. And you know, yeah. if you're trying to pick it over something else for health benefits, maybe that's not the answer. But if you're yeah. if you just like it, then but also sweet. I will say too, flying embers is lower calorie than a beer. So, again, yeah. if that's what something of interest, it is a, a lower calorie alcohol option. And I will also give a word of advice warning. If you have more than two, you might be pooping your brains out overnight. Not saying this happened to me, but I'm also not, not saying not it didn't saying happen. That. Can you explain why? Not you specifically, but in general. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people with kombucha especially, it kind of just goes right through them because oh. it's like an overload of those probiotics. So yeah, well, I think that's just... Wow, a glowing endorsement for kombucha. It's I love it. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I will still drink kombucha all the time because I love it so much. So yeah. it's not okay. a bad thing. So clearly we're a little biased on this one, but I like <laughs> Flying Embers kombucha, even though if you're picking it for health reasons, that's maybe not the reason. But if you're looking for something tasty that isn't beer, good option. Yep. Sweet. All right, let's move on to the next one, which is a hard seltzer. So this is the... Spiked Snowmelt Craft Hard Seltzer from Upslope Brewing Company. And I am drinking the grape. We are drinking grapefruit and hops. And they do have a lot of other flavors. Um, and this this brewery, Upslope, partnered with Scratch Labs, who does a lot of, you know, sports. Oh, so fueling. it has electrolytes in it. Has electrolytes. My my other half is trying really hard to not, stay, not to say, Brondo, it's what plants crave. Like... <laughs> I can hear it in his brain and I'm not even looking at him. But yes, it has electrolytes. Now I'm going to try it. <laughs> Caitlin's making a terrible face. She is displeased. Okay, maybe the grapefruit and hops wasn't the best decision. Now I will try it and let y'all know. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Caitlin is, Caitlin's been offended. I just, ooh, I don't know. I, I didn't really taste the hops. Wait, Did you taste the hops? Is it supposed to be a beer? Or a seltzer. A seltzer. Oh, that might be the problem. I don't like seltzers. <laughs> Caitlin's like, la, la, la. Yes. <laughs> you don't like seltzers? No. Oh. No, not well, a fan. Well, your opinion doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. Okay. But I'm not going to go through, I mean, what? I'll, I'll read you the calories. It's like 100 calories for a can. That's pretty comparable to a lot of beers. There's three grams of carbs, two grams of sugars, whatever. And it has, has 33 milligrams of calcium and 30 milligrams of potassium so there you have it on the electrolytes but Wait, there's no sodium it appears not what how, how we got citric acid magnesium lactate calcium citrate potassium citrate ascorbic acid made in a facility that processes wheat and barley yeah okay so yeah no sodium that's interesting yeah. because that's one of the main electrolytes yeah <sighs> interesting yep Maybe they did it, though, because of, like, dehydration concerns. Oh, okay. Can you elaborate on that? Well, excess salt can potentially contribute to dehydration, dehydration because you're technically peeing out more. Oh. 
and maybe with the alcohol, but also if you've been sweating a lot all day and like working out hard, you need to replace sodium. So I'm a bit. Why would you pick potassium over sodium in that situation? That's well, kind of what you need sodium and potassium. Right. So when you take when you typically will have an electrolyte powder, you have sodium, potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Um, that's usually the combo that you'll see. Okay. So it's interesting. But there's no sodium. My guess is it's because of the like alcohol effect. Maybe they've maybe done... it just tasted worse than you think it tastes already maybe (laughs) yeah okay but so your your evaluation of it as a source of electrolytes like if you were telling someone let's say let's say someone was gonna drink beers and ski not that i would ever do this ever not on the lift not in the parking lot certainly not before i ski down but let's say if i was going to you wouldn't Mm. tell me that this would be a better drinking option no because of the electrolytes no probably not i mean hipsters rejoice keep drinking your paps you don't have to drink electrolytes (laughs) in your beer if you're trying to ski and Uh, i mean you can definitely like give it a go try it out but in terms of it being better i Eh. would say no and also this is not a good substitute for like normal rehydration after an event or like long day out. So if you're like sick, I'm not going to drink water. I'm going to drink this instead. I would flat out say no. That's okay. Not a good so idea. I'm going to repeat that a couple of times for everyone <laughs> for on back. here, for everyone who needs to remember this beer is not hydration. A seltzer with electrolytes is not hydration. These do not count, and you need to drink water. Yeah. Beer is not water. No. Not water. It's a good reminder. Yep. Yep. Drink water. Drink lots of water. Yeah. Yep. Great. Okay. All right. Good talk on that one. Now we're we're rounding it out into the beer section of this taste test, and I do want everyone to know that since you all are so well aware of my gluten intolerance now, I do, have a, spit. I do have a sommelier cup. <laughs> AKA I'm going to hawk some beer loogies into this cup. I also am really excited because I only drink IPAs. Pinkies up, bitches. Only IPAs over here. Yeah. So the bouge, bouge bitch over here. Me. That's me. That's Caitlin. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Lauren. (laughs) I, I only like IPAs because I usually really like bitterness and that like hoppy, hoppy flavor. I will drink other stuff through coercion but my my favorite choice is ipa so these are both these next ones are both ipas right lauren yes correct um okay we're gonna start with the low calorie one. Oh god and that's gonna be the the dingier looking one <laughs> it does look a little sadder compared to the other one you gotta be honest it does so this is the dogfish head low cal ipa it's called slightly mighty let's take a taste i don't i wouldn't Ooh. It's kind of the same. To me, it's just like the same thing with like the skinny girl margarita where you're like low bodied. Yeah. Not bodied at all. It's like the it's like a shadow of it's what it once was. Mm. I keep taking sips, hoping it's going to make it a little bit better. Nope. That's false. Yep. Okay. So this one comes in at 95 calories, 3.6 grams of carbs and 4% alcohol for a can. Should we try the more fun one now? Yeah. Okay. So the more fun one, we actually got this one because it's kind of like the anti of all of the (laughs) drinks that we've been getting. So this one is from Epic Brewing and it is called the 
super IPA me, the a high cal IPA. So like super size me. It's that, like super size me. It's literally like documentary. All, all McDonald's stuff on the label, and I'll I'll read the I'll read the description as well. So it's juicy in juicy India pale ale brewed with apricots and Grungeist, Styrian dragon, and citra hops. What the Ooh. fuck is Styrian dragon? I think those are hops. That makes sense. I was hoping it was like a dragon joke, but it's not. Our so, producer also produces is a, a yeah. Beer he's podcast. probably just like cringing at no, this. No, he's whole he's thing. literally looking up what that is right now. Yeah, he's looking it up. Very like, curious. Who let these two be the ones taste testing out? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's try it out before I have to spit out the tastier one. Um, this one really does look a lot happier than the other one, like visual. Ooh, more full bodied. I am intrigued that Ooh. they do make a high calorie beer. That's intriguing. I wonder if that's holy real? shit, Caitlin. This is twelve percent alcohol. <laughs> oh my god! Good lord! Incredible. That was really tasty, though. Yeah, I really like that. I was actually. sad to spit it out. Yeah, I I think this might out of all of the little tulip glasses we have, I think I'm gonna finish this one. Yeah. I mean, we have a whole bottle that we're probably like, just going to go share right now. Cool. Oh, it is It is a type excellent. of... Caitlin's so smart type of hops. I was like, I it's guess. a joke about <laughs> mystical creatures. I'm like, you fucking nerd. No, it's not. <laughs> Apricots, dragons, and some other Apricots, shit. Apricots, dragons. That's what little boys are made of or something. Oh, oh my Ooh. God. Ooh, it's like that thing with the snips and snails and puppy dog tails. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh. So... I would say, Lauren, maybe you'll agree with me that it is interesting to see these labels on drinks, but ultimately there are going to be maybe some reasons that you do get them. Yeah. But also if you have favorites that you enjoy, it's honestly okay to have those. And if you're going to enjoy it more, maybe it's yeah more worth it to, yeah. like, to drink partake. the one you like. Um, not, not to make it all about calories, but for all of you, uh, great British baking show fans out there, Prue, um, worth the calories versus not. Oh, that's a really good, yeah, way to like put it. And yeah. I would say for the most part, you probably just want to have the version of alcohol that you actually prefer instead of opting for something like marginally better is kind yeah. of what I'm getting from this I, taste test. I think they'll really upcharge on things like that too just for marketing in general and I don't think that that's yep. worth it. Yep, I agree. Well, that was really fun, Caitlin. I like drinking beers and just and spitting them out with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad I really was sad to spit that one out. It was very tasty. I'm glad that you all get to enjoy it. I'm going to I don't know. I guess I'll drink this wine. It's pretty good. Get your fit vine on. Yeah, I'll get my. I'll I'll hold it. I'll drink. I won't even put it in a glass. I'm gonna hold it like a pirate. I'm gonna drink the rest of it. Excellent. Probably not. Idea. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that concludes this fun little tidbit of an episode where we reviewed some quote whoosh, 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 healthy alcohols. <laughs> and uh, thanks so much, y'all, for hanging out with us. If you try any of these, uh, let us know. Send us a message. Let us know what you think. And. That is another episode of the Average Climber Podcast. Have a good evening, y'all, or whatever time of day it is when you're listening to this. Hopefully it's in the evening. If you're, like, listening to an alcohol podcast in the morning, that's a lot. Sounds boring. That's, like, a, it's a weird vibe. I don't know. This is a nighttime episode. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bye. <laughs>